When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Very pleased to welcome uh, along to the show first up this week, uh, Grant Fox, of course, on the back of a 3-0, yes, I say 3-0 pasting of the Wallabies uh, and the uh, performances, from my point of view, uh, tended to get stronger and stronger the further we went into the series. Uh, But uh, with a more definitive look at it, uh, we've got joined by the All Black Selector, Foxy, good morning to you. Um, A day after, how how are you feeling about that performance? How, How do you look at that one? Oh, satisfying. Um, you know, we don't clean sweep these guys very often. In fact, this is only the fourth time in the last 10 years. So it's a rare occurrence. Um, and, you know, there was a bit going on around this test match with us, you know, delaying going over, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I just thought it was a bit of a, a, a bit of a statement performance, really. Um, you know, they talked all week about how important it was, um, you know, that we were chasing this clean sweep. Um, I loved, you know, when I mean, your team's attitude is really set on defence, isn't it? And that showed in space. I thought it was possibly one of the best defensive efforts we've seen in the last number of years. Um, and I heard your sermon at the start. And, you know, the Wallabies, he talked about the errors they made, but they were pressured into errors by this relentless defence. And we were pretty good at capitalising on their, on their mistakes. You were. I mean, it was, it was amazing, actually. And you look across the, the three tests, I look at that. I look at their errant passing, their decision-making, and that was the, the, as a result of, of being under pressure and putting a young bloke at number 10, uh, who'd done pretty well against France, uh, putting him in a different light, I, I thought. So uh, let's, let's focus on our, our guys, though. Uh, Bowden Barrett yesterday at 10, you, you gave him that roll carp launch, of course, with um, Richie Moonga at home. How did you feel he went overall? Overall, very well. Um, I mean, he just needed time, Bowden. You know, he hadn't been at test level for a little while, and... You know, he's the sort of guy that just needs a little bit of a run at things. Uh, he's going to get that now while Richie's at home. So, you know, put the goal kicking to one side, he'll fix that. Um, I just thought that, you know, he he led well. Um, I, I, I'm hardly thinking of a poor decision or a poor skill execution. Um, you know, when we were down to 14, the way we were able to withstand that, just like we did at Eden Park, you know, the guys plotted their way through that very well. And that's know the leadership group taking ownership there making sure that you know we're doing all the right things um and some deft little skill touches that he's renowned for you know that little grubber kick off his left foot that set up that first try was i just thought brilliant um you know his, his line kicking the penalty uh, line kicking was superb at times he carved off huge distances um you know sure on defense i just thought he had an all-around good game so can we just just pop back to the goal kicking because if, if I look at the texts that are coming in and the comments, it's about a lot of it's about that. So 
you know, uh, are we looking yeah. here at a, a technical thing or or an or an occasion thing? I mean, you know, is he kicking those goals in practice and not at game time, or is it is, is it an issue with his, his placement foot or whatever? I mean, you'd be looking at, the, at this very closely, I'm sure. Yeah, well, I'm at home, so I'm only looking from here, so I'm not knowing the work that they're doing during the week, but it'll be a lot of work, and I'm sure it'll be kicking well. He just, the first two kicks were very good. You know, he got through the ball nicely, and then, then he didn't get through the ball, and he was he was dragging them. So that to me was pretty obvious. He, it'll be obvious to him. I'm just wondering if there was a little niggle somewhere along the line in his groin or something that that might have caused that. Because you know, when Damien came on, the kicking went straight to him, and that may be an indication that you know maybe something had tightened up and was he was struggling with it. I don't know yet. I haven't seen a medical report yet. Haven't got the download, but um, I'm, I'll talk to Foz today. And, find out if that is, is in fact the case. Uh, sending off uh, is the other issue people are talking about, uh, yeah. you know, over text machines, etc. How, how did you read that, Foxy? Well, I mean, I thought the red card was harsh. Um, so I do understand the rules and the need to keep the head sacrosanct. Um, but it's instinctive, not deliberate. Um, you know, you're taught to go up that way, get your, get your knee up. You know, the foot came out... Um, you know, accidental. You know, I do wonder, and, and Marika collided with him while he was in the air. Now, that doesn't mitigate the foul play. But, you know, if the foot hadn't made, made contact with the head and he runs into, um, into Geordie, we may be looking at the card the other way. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait to see what the disciplinary committee think. Because I can understand the referees going through that process. And, well, I don't need to, I thought a yellow card was probably suffice. Yeah, the red card, I can actually understand it, but I guess the disciplinary committee, you know, um, with Geordie, I guess, there, being able to defend themselves, you know, we'll just, we'll just see what the punishment is. Maybe the red card will be enough. Who knows? Well, if, if we look at that, <clears throat> it's probably the first time in a really big game of rugby we've been involved in, uh, Foxy, that uh, we've seen this 20-minute red card and played it. Yeah. What did you like about that, uh, you know, bringing Damien oh, oh, on after oh, that 20-minute period? Yeah, I've been advocating for this for a long time. Um, you know, um, what it does is it, it evens the game up because, you know, you can ruin the spectacle. People who pay good money, whether we like it or not, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on around the game, quite apart from the game itself. And part of that is the fans wanting to see a contest. And the moment it goes down to 14 men, often you don't see that. So I like, I like the sanction, to be honest, that you can replace after 20 minutes. I just think it's sensible. Uh, and, and, and protects the integrity of the game without actually ruining the seriousness of um, the circumstance that led to the red card because that player can't come back. It's not the team's fault that the player did that. But, um, you know, I, I, and look, maybe in time there are some other circumstances around this if the World Rugby want to adopt it properly, is, you know, what is the actual offence? You know, if there is really serious intent about something, then maybe, maybe the player, you know, shouldn't be able to be replaced um, if it is you know just one of those things where contacts happen which is accidental but the card is warranted then maybe 20 minutes to the right I guess then you're putting yourself in, in judgment what what's intent and what was accidental so don't know but in, in, in principle I like I like the idea of being able to replace the player after 20 minutes you left a um, hundred um, test a hundred test uh, halfback at home uh, and Aaron Smith, but um, of course uh, you've still got three very, very good halfbacks over there. 
Uh, what did you make of, yep. of the mix yesterday from uh, the number nine perspective? Well, it's the same sort of mix we've sort of been getting in. We start with a guy who's, you know, very quick to ruck, a quick passer, um, keeps the tempo of the game up, and then you bring on the experience that really understands, you know, the situation you're in and can settle a ship if need be or, you know, stiffen up that defensive line around the uh, around the fringe. So, you know, I've, I, I, that's just the balance we've been going to. Um, you know, we've got to work out, you know, at some point, TJ, we'll get a start. We've just got to work out when that is. Um, and also, you know, Finlay Christie's there rearing to go, and he was very good in, in July, wasn't he? So he'll also get an opportunity at some point. But I just like the balance of the skill set we've got, you know, those sort of contrasting styles, and it, and it suits what the team needs. Speaking of balance, um, the, the loose forward mix uh, seems to be going really well. Um, you know, you've had Artie at eight, uh, Dalton Popoletti at seven, uh, Kiri Uwani. Uh, and I think this combination not only is working well, but it seems to be bringing out the best in Akira Ioane. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Akira's done a lot of work to get to this point. You know, we've all seen his talent for a long time. Just hasn't quite delivered on that. And it's been a, you know, it's been a rocky road for Akira. Um, but, you know, he's, he's reacted well to adversity. Um, you know, he's done the work. We've shown some faith in him. Um, and, you know, all, all of a sudden he is showcasing the talent we've always believed he's had on the biggest stage of all. So yeah, he just got, we just wanted to keep progressing. You know, we've got to be careful we don't burn him out now. He's had a heavy workload. You can't just keep trucking because eventually the performance trend will go down. So, you know, management will be critical over the next period of time because we've still got a long road ahead of us this year. But um, very pleased with him. Um, you know, Alton's been great. Um, you know, he brings a real physicality in the seven role, um, which is what we're looking for. You know, that's what Sam Kane brings. And Artie, you know, just the experience, he's comfortable at either seven or eight. Um, but we know his, ex- his explosiveness, his, his um, competitiveness, um, his skill set, um, you know, his ability to, to create leg drive post-contact. I just think the, the the mix and the loose forwards is is working well at the moment. Right. Okay. So um, Australia ticked off. No problem there. Um, Argentina over the next fortnight. From a selection yep. point of view, I, I know you've got to look at medical reports and talk to uh, Ian yep. Foster during the week. Yep. But are we looking at some uh, some tinkering, uh, Foxy? There and, and, and has that been planned from the outset anyway? Oh, look. We always there. There's tinkering to the point of, you know, yes, we got to get through um, the injury report, see who's who's fit and available. You know, we've got to consider the big picture in terms of workload. Um, but we've also got to look at what's ahead of us, and you know, and, and when a player will need a break. So we've got South Africa at the back end of this, um, and you know that that'll be a severe test, as will Argentina be. So. Um, you know, we won't be tweaking an awful lot, to be perfectly honest. You know, we're sort of our thought is that we've got to make sure that we've got who we think is our best available group ready to take on South Africa and work backwards a bit from there. We've got a rugby championship we're desperate to win, so we can't afford a you know, banana skin game like we had last year, even though we got the championship done in the end. So, um, you know, we've given this a lot of thought, um, and we've got a plan, but of course, <laughs> injuries um, can derail that. Um, so we've just, we've just got to wait until that scrubs up this morning, Smithy. OK, um, just finally then, Foxy, uh, if we had to play South Africa 
uh, you know, next week uh, as opposed to Argentina. Where do you think we're at? I mean, everyone else is using that as the yardstick. Are you using them as the yeah. yardstick in terms of uh, uh, progress? Um, yeah, well, it, well we, haven't play, we didn't play them last year. And so, it'll, you know, that'll be the test to find out where we're at. The other World Cup holders, um, you know, they beat the Lions. Um, they cleaned up Argentina at home. So they, they will be a benchmark for us. But sort of mulling, they're out walking the dogs at the moment. I've sort of been mulling. I thought I might get this question. I've sort of been mulling it over because there's a lot of talk about sort of woeful wallabies. Well, you know, I think we're going to find out where they're really at in the next four weeks as they play the two teams we're going to play. And we'll find out you know, a bit more about where we're at. So, you know, me thinks that these Wallabies might be a little bit better than they're given credit for, even though you know we've we've just we've clean sweeped them, and you know, just maybe we mightn't be a bad team. We're going to find that out, and you know, and we'll all you know be able to sit back a little bit more and measure where everyone's at, including the Wallabies. Um, you know, after the next four weeks, I mean, it's a heavy schedule. So we've got five big tier one test matches and and. Um, Four consecutive weekends, so it's um, it's yeah. pretty brutal. Okay, well, four um, consecutive weeks, finally, five finally, weekends, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then of course you head even even further north. So uh, it's going to yeah. be uh, a hell of a quarter uh, for rugby fans to watch. I think um, we should just watch and enjoy actually because it's going pretty well. Uh, just finally, finally, um, Ryan um, played in the Italian Open, yeah. didn't go so well. But how's yeah. his how's the no. fun, uh, final part of his calendar year looking, Ryan? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's still struggling for form a little bit at the moment. I mean, the circumstances of playing in and his inability to get home is, is you know, you can't get MIQ spots. So he's, you know, it's, it has, is having an effect on him mentally. He's he's battling with that, if, I'm per- if we're perfectly honest. Um, but, you know, he's, he's we were talking to him last night. He's he old in. Um, we had a FaceTime with him and his wife, and they're, they're young ones, so, which is very nice. But um, he's basically going to play every event till the end of the season. You know, he doesn't have job security yet. Mm. Um, and he's going to start planning for you know where he spends Christmas, which is not likely to be in New Zealand. So, I think if he, you know they've made that decision, I guess if they know they can't come home, then they can get some certainty around that, even if it's not really what they want. And um, then he can focus in on his golf rather than some periphery stuff. Because so you know as well as I do, when you're playing level sport, if you've got other stuff going on in your mind, and it, it's, you're really struggling to focus on you know, exactly what's in front of you, it's it's not not the easiest and. Ryan's been going through a bit of that, but you know, hopefully in the next few weeks he can fix it. Good on you, mate. Uh, always great to catch up with you, Foxy. Thanks for your honest opinions there, and uh, we look forward to next weekend, eh? Thank you. Cheers, Smitty. Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Grant Fox there, folks, um, uh, out walking the dogs. If you thought that he was uh, just battling a wee bit on an exercise bike or jogging or so, he, he was out walking the dogs. So uh, pretty cool. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.